0: Greetings! Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and I'm your host for these Bible Study podcasts. Today we are continuing with our review of the key principles of effective Bible study based on a booklet of the same name available on our podcast page at biblestudy.asbzone.com. This podcast is inspired by the following Bible verse, 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So what is the goal of this series of studies? It's to help you obtain greater value from your Bible study and devotional sessions. These episodes are about 15 to 20 minutes each, and focused on key principles that God teaches us through His Word. Most people know that Bible study is essential to the Christian experience. And many people realize that without prayer, Bible study is futile and unproductive. But there are other, less-known principles that the Scriptures also teach us, and our goal is to present them to you. These will help you to see God's Word in a more expansive way and will assist you in becoming just like the noble Bereans of Acts 17, 10-12. Today's study is entitled, The Messages of the Bible Are Broadly Applicable. But before we begin our study together, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of studying your word. We thank you for the privilege of sharing it with others. Help us now, give us wisdom and understanding, clear our hearts of anything that is unlike you. And help us that we'll rightly divide your words of truth, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The messages of the Bible are broadly applicable. There are many parts of the Bible that people feel like they can ignore because the instructions appear to be targeted to a specific group. A careful look at the scriptures will readily reveal that the vast majority of the Bible was largely written to a specific group or nation or church congregation. However, because we know that the Bible was designed by God for instruction, doctrine, and reproof for all his people across time, we must accept that these instructions are not limited to a specific time or space. This is, after all, the everlasting gospel, so it would only make sense that God always intended that both the direct instructions and the underlying principles would be vital to his people of all ages, locations, and customs. It must also be accepted, then, that every message has import for us today. It's not just that we can shift through all that the Bible says to find a few relevant nuggets. No, the truth of the Scriptures is that God knew the needs of every single person throughout this great controversy of which we are active participants— And he designed that his word to us would be highly instructive of our daily needs, as if each Bible student was the only person that it was written for. There is no aspect of our daily lives that does not come under the jurisdiction of the scriptures, and our society is not so modern that the Bible cannot answer the questions of life today. In suggesting that the Bible is merely an old collection of material written by humans with an agenda, we take the stance that God did not and could not manage to assemble a long-standing guide for physical and spiritual growth. When people came to Jesus and asked how they might have eternal life, or how they should view some aspect of holy living, he pointed them to Moses who had written some 1,000 years before. Just this simple act makes it clear that the Bible was always intended by God to have long-term prominence in fitting his people for service and spiritual maturity. Okay, we're going to read our verses that support this principle. And as always, they will be from the King James Version. Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7. You'll find, as has been mentioned earlier, You'll find that uh, we use multiple verses for each principle, and some verses are applicable to more than one principle. Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7 says, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Okay, so Moses was writing, he had already written the other books, he had already communicated to the people all manner of instruction that God had given him, and here he is telling them that this stuff applies to you, you need to teach it to your children. He didn't say, oh, look through what I've written and find out the parts that make sense for you and your house, because you know, not everyone's a shepherd, and not everyone is, you know, has oxen, and so just pick the parts that make sense to you and go with that. No, the whole thing collectively is there for our instruction. Mark 14.9 says, Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. Okay, so this is Jesus speaking. This is about Mary Magdalene when she um, anoints his body in advance of his burial, when she poured the, the costly ointment upon him. And here it is, he says, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this is going to be memorialized. Okay? So again, this is God showing us that these things are going to apply. Everybody is not a former prostitute girl with ointment to pour on their master, right? But that story has significance for us. And, And not just what Mary did, but what the other folks at that dinner were doing. The story is broadly applicable, not narrowly. 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Okay, all scripture. 1 Corinthians 10, 11, backs that up. Now these things, that's everything that was written prior that, that Paul is going over from 1 Corinthians, from the beginning of 1 Corinthians 10. Now these things happened unto them for in samples, right? Types, and we're going to get into that. For in samples. And they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. So here Paul is saying, all of that that, that was recorded was provided for us that we might have better understanding of what will happen in our time, right? So it's more important for us, not less. In Romans, Paul speaking to the Romans in Romans 15, verse four says, for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope, right? More emphasis Whatsoever was written before was written for us. It wasn't written for them. When Paul is discussing the issue of Abraham and the covenant, he points out that the oath that God gave of the covenant is not for Abraham, it's for us, right? Because Abraham believed God right away, but the covenant is recorded for our benefit. It wasn't recorded for Abraham's benefit because it was recorded after Abraham was dead. (laughs) So again, those things are written for us. They're not written for somebody else. And at each stage in the history of the church, and by church I'm talking about from the Israelites onward, at each stage of the history of God's people, the information that God has provided in his word has been vital to them more so now than even in the past. Isaiah 28 10 says, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, right? All of those things can be taken. All of the precepts that we're we're finding in the word of God, we're pulling from all parts of the Bible. Therefore, you need all parts of the Bible. And they can apply even when the very specifics don't apply to you, the Broader principles do. When you look at the sacrificial system, while there's nothing that you have to concern yourself with directly because you no longer have to sacrifice a lamb for your sins, a lamb did die for your sins. Christ did die for your sins. And while the mechanics of going to the priest with the lamb are no longer in at play, the sentiment, the mentality... We still need to have the spirit of repentance and we still need to have the spirit of contrition for the Lamb that was slain. Nehemiah 8.8 So they read in the book of the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. Okay? Again, the book of the law was written years and years and years and years before them, but still there was something applicable there and they had to read it carefully and help the people understand and why what's the reason Deuteronomy six two says that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's sons all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged right so why is all of this instruction given to us for a long productive life and hope of the resurrection. And 2 Timothy 3.15, Paul talking to Timothy, he says, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Okay. So the Bible was always intended by God to have long-term prominence in fitting his people for service and spiritual maturity. It is broadly applicable to us even today. And maybe we should say, especially today. Thanks for taking this time to study with us today. We encourage you to prayerfully review the booklet in conjunction with this reading. Let's close our study with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the privilege of studying your word. We want to thank you for the principle that we have just reviewed. We ask you, Lord, to help us as we continue to go over this material, that you'll help us to understand, that you'll help us to see the messages that are there, that you'll help us to have a broader view of your word and your instructions and your guidance for us, and that you'll help us to be prepared for those things which must shortly come upon the whole earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening in. And if you have any questions, be sure to send them to BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com and we will do our best, by God's grace, to provide you with biblical answers to those questions. If you are finding these studies to be a blessing, please let us know all about it and also share these studies with others. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you study His Word.